0: Hi crew and welcome back to the Burecast, it is your host here James Rankin. This week myself and Jamie travelled out to Selbridge to talk with Coach Pa, we were talking all things confidence. We start off today's conversation without much of an intro, we were already talking and I sneakily hit record and Pa gives us a bit of insight into why he wanted to talk about this particular topic. Team as always, if you enjoy the show, please follow or subscribe on your chosen podcast platform. If you do enjoy the show as well, if you could like, share, follow us on Instagram, Facebook or wherever you choose to use social media, that would also be great team. We really appreciate all the support. That's enough for me this week team. Please enjoy the show.
1: That's why I suggested it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I suppose like what they assume a lot of times and like a lot of people assume that when you're coaching that you're this macho confident person that were like, oh yeah, we know everything, we have everything but then it's just showed that other side of that John. Someone like me, you know that kinda of come through a lot of different things, a lot of different kind of areas and even my own kind of surgery and stuff that I was far from confident, like very far from it. Like lacked it. Kind of still there's still times there where like Yeah struggling with confidence, like and we like, right. It's good to see like the human side of it like that, right. Some of the coach but they're still like fuck they might not be confident John. yeah
2: yeah 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 what surgery these are all fake oh yeah
1: yeah wow yeah so I was born with no bottom set of teeth and then because I had no bottom set that all wore down yeah because it, it was like just on each other it's like all worn down and so like I was when I say like a lot of people you don't have a lot of teeth when you're growing up people are going to yeah. pick on you and stuff so you're going to end up getting that That's kind yeah. of side of it And then if I was having a conversation I don't do it as often now because I've grown into this but at the very start if I was talking I wouldn't look directly at you. I'd look off your shoulder pull on my lip and I'd actually talk a bit like that. Yeah. Like so I'd I'd find it very hard to kind of communicate with people like at times. So like that's why a lot of times I'm very like shallow low tone whereas now I'm a bit more able to kind of project myself a bit more like I'm a bit more kind of astute in what I have. And, like, you see, like, after a while, like, people are like, oh, you love lovely smile. You like, Joe. I feel like you <laughs> love Do You have a lovely smile. Yep. <laughs> when you just pay 17 grand for a smile, like, it's looking, it'll want to be fucking good. <laughs> it was worth it. it, was worth it. <laughs> for my own, like, for my own. Is, yeah. for, for my own mental health, like, yeah. Fucking. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what
2: age were you when you had your surgery?
1: Oh, it's sunny two years
2: ago. Two, three years ago. It's two years ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, it's the, really, wow. what kind of recovery <clears> is it from that? <clears throat> so, the
1: way it was, like, it was when I got it done, like, everyone was like, oh, if you get it done, would you not go abroad? And there was this whole aspect of if something goes wrong, trust. And one of my friends down home is a dental nurse in the place. And I was like, right, I trust her. I know her 20, 30 years almost. Yeah. like, And it was like, right, I'd rather go in there, went in there. I think I had it done in the space of two weeks. All the work they were like, right, it was during lockdown and everything. So they're like, look, we're going to do it as quick as we can. Got it done. I was in the dentist at so one stage seven days or six days straight. It was just in, in for the wow. surgery everything. Yeah.
2: Wow. Sometimes.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. It's Amazing
1: though, because like I got to know the people inside there. You got to know like the dentist and everything. Whereas like a lot of times they'll see someone they don't see for six days. Yeah. I saw them six days on the track. Like so, I could go in there. Something didn't pop. the head in, They were like. You'd have a full on conversation and John wow. you know, just to see like that it was from there to there. And the fact that I woke up during the surgery and then, like, oh. yeah, so my um, the anesthetic, yeah, so my body metabolizes stuff very quick, so painkillers <laughs> and stuff like that don't really last shit time oh, for me. No. Like, so I woke up during the surgery, so I woke up and there was a drill in my jaw. No, sorry, he was cranking at my jaw, he was yanking at the, the tooth, there was like a root ingrained in my jaw, so I pulled on that and then. You I was look. I woke up to that and I was like oh, is I right I'll give you more anesthetic then it kind of knocked me out hold on hold on hold on when you woke up was there a big pain then uh, I could feel like a pliers on my tooth being pulled at me <laughs> yeah so oh, my body wow. metabolised so so quick and mind you know this Toothed. is like, this is like <laughs> 8 o'clock in the morning this surgery was done it was like wake up go in be put under
0: oh my god
1: yeah so I woke up and next thing I I burnt through the extra dose so I woke up and there was a drill in my (laughs) in my bottom that is crazy yeah so I woke up and uh, yeah I woke up and uh, they were like we can't give you any more and I'm just like (laughs) palpitating my palpitating my forearm trying to get out as much as I could and then it was just like the pain knocked me out
2: oh my god wow yeah
1: (laughs) The price of beauty. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm laughs> <there>. yeah. Wow, <laughs> I'm a bit speechless. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what I have here, these are veneers and everything underneath.
2: I've like bars
1: underneath. Yeah, right. So,
2: I know a guy who got his his teeth changed. He got the whole surgery to get teeth removed and new teeth put in, yeah. and he he went to Eastern Europe to get yeah. done because it was far cheaper. Yeah. But he said, you know, <laughs> it was probably a poor decision, and it's not that it wasn't done. It was done very well over there. Yeah. But it was that he was on his own in a hotel room yeah. day after day recovering like just left on his own in some strange place fuck no one to talk to about yeah. it and he said it just felt endlessly traumatic like and for me like I
1: was very fortunate because when it happened everywhere was you had to wear a mask you had to wear a mask so I can't believe it's that what? recent I yeah. didn't realize yeah that. like I thought I'd say free teeth pretty pretty <laughs> yeah. so how's
0: that like having that surgery how's that affected your confidence going forward then oh changed my life really? like I was
1: pits of despair like John we'd say relationship wise or anything like John if you're I, I won't say everyone here has been on a date now <laughs> 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 <It's> but <been laughs> well. yeah but, but like it's, when you're on the date and seeing the stuff or like you're going for something you feel like you're trying to converse and then you don't come across as someone that's astute because you're conscious of, right, they're looking at my mouth.
0: Yeah.
1: And there was times, like, especially when I was with DPD and stuff, like, you go to someone and you're having a conversation and you could see them staring at your mouth
0: and you're like, shit, you start like, slowly. And that's what you're thinking about
1: instead of. Yeah, and actually being engaged in the conversation and know like, when I'm having a conversation I can talk without that fear. Yeah. But I know at the same time they're looking at my mouth and I'm like, Right, Joe. They're probably going to say you've actually a lovely smile or you've a nice set yes, yes. of teeth. Like, and now we get like the comp- Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, before it's like you're coming away and you think that. Yeah. They're, oh. they're, they're going to turn around and say, Jesus Christ. Well, there's a self
2: consciousness that, that. And it's I can't imagine how um, that must just have the little impact all the time. Massive.
1: Ma- I like the fact you, like, when people kind of bring it up and stuff as well, because, like, there's a thing when we were younger and you were in school and it was like, or like they'd pull the lips mm. yeah, it was like an insult and you're like yeah 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 oh my god yeah so because I had like veneers for a while but yeah that was like pre-surgery oh yeah 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 you can see the difference yeah because yeah, like everything got spaced and like chiseled down so yeah. it's was like
2: well you've got amazing teeth yeah now <laughs> for those of you that can't
1: see it's actually a beautiful smell <laughs> 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 so there's a picture of past <laughs> my <mind. laughs> Someone did at fun time, but like, yeah, it's like when I get now. And someone said, "Lovely eyebrows, the last lastest." So I can just. Lovely eyebrows. You get them done with the teeth? No. From no. <laughs> yeah, compliments about my eyebrows, I'm like, Jesus Christ, my teeth just push it. <laughs> 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 but no, like it just made a massive difference. Like and then.
2: Uh, and I think about the career you've chosen. Then, is the, very to be someone who is standing at the front of a room from yeah. a group of people. Yeah. And you're using. You're t- like you talking to people is your job yeah that's outside it's it's amazing yeah. it's, it's an amazing decision then yeah. isn't it and so so uh, you've been coaching for for years in different aspects the, yeah so you, so you must have felt quite a difference then
1: yeah like you could actually sustain the conversations and like that job I can't, I the times makes a massive difference to a yeah. communication side especially like there's times in your coaching and stuff that you do have to kinda see ITI, like physically and metaphorically, that you have to yeah. say, like, right, look. Yeah. Stay with me here, like and just actually follow. So at the start, when I started out, it was very much like just reserved I like when my note thirty, started coaching when I was eighteen with basketball. Then like underage girls football all the way through, like so Oh, trying to keep eye contact with an underage girl and she's like I don't want to play football anymore <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, there were times where you are just trying to engage with the stuff and you're actually communicating yeah, and then, like, so. being able to actually hold that conversation stare at them without that kinda second thought process in your head yeah. being like no stay with the thing stay with the thing
2: yeah like the, the biggest uh, they say the biggest um biggest block to finding your optimal performance state is self-consciousness that's yeah. that's the opposite to flow state yeah when you're in your self-conscious yeah so when you think about that like when you take that out of the game for you yeah like as you grow into that that's just going to become
1: even a big, more
2: a big confidence like it's just yeah. going to be a game changer yeah
1: and like you've seen it since i've started and actually where i'm going that it's like that's why I said like the thing last night on the group that you know sometimes you don't see that progress but you know it's still under the surface kind of chipping away.
2: Yeah.
1: And like like I said like you've seen it from when I started to where I am now. Yes. In terms of how I communicate, before I would have rushed the conversation because of this, and now it's like, you no, know, I can actually hold the room now because I have a strong carry accent. There's no. Way <laughs> maybe. And like when I do project myself. Yeah project myself like to that state that it's echoing. Yes. I think I remember one of the Santry classes I done at the start and it was just like echoed around the room and I was like, Holy fuck, this is like <laughs> Yeah. This is like strong. Yeah. It's like and like that's kinda like the more I've kinda grown into that kind of confidence with my own vocal ability and stuff and like being able to hold that room that Yeah, yeah class, that's unreal.
2: Yeah. 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 Well that's a bit of a I mean it, so we just the podcast.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. And like, I, I tell everyone about my teeth. Like, so it's yeah. not
0: like. Because so I was like, thinking, whenever you mentioned the confidence thing, I was like, oh, it's the coming from Kerry to Dublin for a job. I was like, that must be. Oh, that was shit. Yeah. That's a. a yeah. There's a level of confidence required for that, like stepping out of the comfort zone. That's what I thought you were going with. Yeah. I did not expect this. That's yeah.
1: Really, but I like that was massive as well. because like, so yeah. I was. Petrified by moving up like Because really? Kerry's been home For my life yeah. And like Everything around that And then like To have What I wanted
2: Sorry ESB man
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah like you know, I was settled at home But like I won't say I was Happy Like yeah. I was in a Career That Gave me the opportunity To travel around Kerry Don't go very long, Like give him a line To feel I said, like I've been to so many parts Of Kerry That people haven't been to and there's days now, like, I'll switch off and, like, literally. Yeah. And, but, you know, people do go do their own headspace. My yeah. thing is, like, I'll close my eyes. I'll visualise going down, like, Dunqueen, Garfney, all these places around Dingle. Wow. And it's, like...
2: Yeah, but yeah, like, but, like, but spot, like,
1: Yeah, like, yeah. You know, to me, that's that's still home. But, like, my life has improved so much since I got up here. My quality of life and everything really? I'm doing. Like, yeah. It's just been amazing, like, just... Yeah, you know. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was class but like you know, I like for five six years I was content in my job down home but I was going nowhere yeah. there was no progression I didn't like come up and came up for the interview like I there was no if buts maybes like of you know I didn't know anything about boo I didn't know I've been to one 50 didn't know Jamie's so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, you know I'm completely novice yeah, to prosper still yeah. you know, I I wouldn't, wouldn't consider my Self-across be coach, but someone that just coaches and enjoys that coaches movement. Have been coaching for a long yeah, time, yeah, and just coaching relationships and stuff. That because like that's why that's what we're in. Like we're yeah. co- like you develop that rapport, that relationship, and everything in between. That was like massive for me. Like just,
2: but well, well, it's interesting. Like I think <clears throat> you you came in and we were like, what what are we talking about? Confidence. What's the angle today? In confidence. Yeah. And you were saying that the coaches go through their own. Journey as well. Yeah. That's not always obvious, but because this is like a, a story that we hear of somebody who comes to the gym all the time, right? Yeah. Someone who comes along, makes a big <coughs> life change, and then all these other things start to change for them yeah. because of the first initial decision. And you start making progress, and confidence grows, and all of a sudden, then work changes, relationships change, and maybe people are not aware that coaches are also in constant development on a yeah. personal level yeah. and they're a very different person five years after you first meet them whereas it kind of can feel like the the coach stays the same but what's happening in, in their yeah. process is very different yeah. but it's it's a constant evolution thing yeah. and that's what I love about the environment because everyone is here to do that thing yeah. that's what the whole point of coming along and just hearing that like, it's, just, it's brilliant that's
1: it's unreal a, yeah, yeah. No, that was great fun because like I still remember like the phone call I got when you offered, like when you got on the phone like you're like look we'll just close this out yes <laughs> and I was at the base Karen Tool. like I was literally at the base Karen Tool, oh, wow. like in the van oh, yeah. yeah yeah I was like I was literally because I was like what? sorry Jim I can't hear you like was is like, called yeah. Karen Horn. was like it's such a bad <laughs> as Karen horn upper so like you're literally just at the foot of Karen Tool, and he's like he's like can you hear me I'm like yeah sorry there Jamie I'm actually just throughout and like, <laughs> <laughs> Road. Yeah, yeah. and it was like I was like yeah definitely and then like that scary thing is like oh shit I'm actually after accepting a job here yeah. in Dublin I've no accommodation I've nowhere like you've like you've come down as well so you've yeah, probably yeah. been in that boat well, was that you? trying to find something uh, just like last minute I think it was like three days before I was meant to move up because I was like oh, wow. full on just going to crash in the sofa of a friend's house and one of my friends from home messaged me Says so we've actually a room do you want to come up Class. just so happens he's a dog and has a dog burst that made me yeah. settle like I've met so many people in through walking a yeah, dog yeah, yeah.
2: like so what was the first uh, week like
1: Um, been all over the shop really because you're trying to figure it out and trying to find your routine yeah. and like it's only until recently enough that I've actually figured my routine like it's the same as I said last time in the group that I'm mentally productive in the morning and physically yeah. productive in the afternoon that that yeah. When did you move up again? August 26th. Yeah,
2: Yeah, because I'm always thinking, right, when (coughs) when a a new coach comes on board, one of the processes of Bua is we do an induction process, and we have a few days of it where we're trying to basically get you comfortable with how things run and our approach and our philosophy. And for some people, they've already been training at Bua, so they know a lot of it, you know fairly intrinsically it's it's kind of already in their habits yeah but for someone like you who's never been in the building before yeah my first day was sheila's training me like that was... yeah i mean walking well, into
1: confederate's class and he's there topless he's like oh, like... <laughs> like, oh, oh shit yeah. these fuckers are jacked. i'm not doing that work in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it was a class that's right yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, like when, when, I, when i think of that like um but when we're doing the training, I'm always thinking, this person's also going through all of this other, like, yeah. the world has been upended yeah. and how much can we, can they really take on at this point? Yeah. So, it, it must be quite disorientating. Especially, I know that, like, Dublin is quite a thing for a lot of people who come from a rural area. Oh, yeah, I live in Kildare, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but even driving up the M50 and doing all that, I mean, for you, it's fine, because you're, you're a delivery driver. Yeah, job, right? yeah. So. But just being in among the, like just the thought of it I'm sure is oh, it's like, such a change yeah
1: it's massive like it's a different way of life it's so fast paced and like we even had like myself and Tori had this conversation the last day and she was like is there anything you actually miss from home and I was like it's coming into nice weather now and being like 50 metres from a beach that you could actually just yeah. go there like if yeah. you were, like if you had any stressful day you could just go to a beach and now it's like yesterday was like an hour up to Port Marnook and then you're up there it's like it's all right, but it's
0: It's <laughs> not Kerry. It's not it's not Menard, it's not Menard, it's not Canard, it's not all <laughs> the <It's laughs> <kind> of. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You're like, Oh yeah, but at oh. the same time, Joy, you know, wicklaw the back door, like you've yeah. all these nice areas, like yeah. it's parts of the country I haven't seen. And it's it's just helped me settle a bit, like, because a lot of people are very a lot of coaches will be very active physically and stuff. I know you read and stuff and mm. you're out with the dogs and like I'd be very much outdoorsy as well that sometimes when I'm coaching and training I want to get away from it and actually yeah. just disconnect completely so it's the dog for me is like the massive thing standing around the field roaring at him for 20 minutes
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know that one <laughs> yeah. yeah so I had some notes here of things and you've kind of answered a few of them already like I've done. experiences of lack of uh, confidence so you've cleared that one up part pardon me sorry I had a hair my mouth <laughs> <laughs> don't have that problem no you would refer to yourself as introverted as well and talking, me? yeah Jamie yeah. Um, th- does that affect you, or did it or does it affect your confidence in certain scenarios? introversion,
2: I'm not sure introversion does, uh,
0: no. so
2: I, I definitely would have grown up similar to uh, quite low in confidence I would yeah. say that would have been my default and probably um, if you talking about general self confidence it would have been lower for sure um, so I would say there are scenarios that will put me back there very quickly yeah. do you know like there's a there's that you, you can walk around feeling quite confident about life and about where everything's going and then a certain scenario crops up and all of a sudden you're like oh that has just taken the legs from under yeah. and you revert back to being that like underconfident, want to hide from it want to run away from it <laughs> sort of thing but I think everyone has that yeah, uh, to an extent um, like I know. I know when I was studying confidence, there was they kind of split it into general self-confidence and specific self-confidence. Yes. And they were saying that it travels one direction and not the other, right? So if you have general self-confidence, so you're walking around the world thinking life's going to work out great, and then we can, you know, you can put me into uh a, into a, a class to learn Spanish tomorrow, and. I'll have no confidence in that. And my general self-confidence will just evaporate. <laughs> I'll feel completely unequipped and feel my commitment to it will be like zero because I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Yeah. Whereas, it does work the other direction. If you start the Spanish class and you start picking up a few words, it does build your general self-confidence immediately. Yeah. So your general self-confidence is this like collection of all these mini specific confidences. Yeah. So um, I think it, when I think about the specifics of it, I'm like generally I'm way more confident than I used to be yep. because I've got a much bigger collection of confidences that I used to have because of you know you achieve things over time. Yep. But it doesn't mean that you can't just get put back there instantly, instantly. And we see it in the gym people come in and join a gym and they're like they've got a swagger and you know ten minutes into their first power clean class like what are <laughs> we doing here? And it's a challenge for yeah. them. It's difficult. So it's it's one of those things that everyone has to deal with, I think. Mm. Um, but um, I would say the general self confidence. When I think about it, what it gives what it gives me is when I when I feel confident, I'll try new things and I'll yeah. do things that I wouldn't have tried before. before, because you're like I think like I've been successful. Other things I've tried, maybe this as well. Yeah. So it, I think it just makes your your quality of life. Yeah substantially better substantially better because you just, you're you not phased as much by the prospect of things yeah. now you might start the thing and fall apart <laughs> but, you, but you, you at least tried it and you just go oh that's not for me yeah exactly you think about the open like yeah. there's there's loads of people who say no to the open when they're a few months into CrossFit and it's completely understandable because you just don't feel equipped for it um, but then uh, you know you say, you kind of build your confidence, and then you lead up and you say, Do you know something? I might give it a go. And you see the workout, and you go, Actually, I can do that one. Yeah. And before long, you're in it. Um, and the people who've decided not to often regret it afterwards because, like, yeah. I could have done it. Do you know what I mean? Now that's mm-hmm. ju- just the, the, the high level of self confidence will just throw you into it. Yeah. And you're often going to be
0: fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's probably my favourite thing about CrossFit since I started doing it way back when is that daily, not even just the open, but like day-to-day overcoming little challenges and and building confidence in your ability in the gym transferred for me really well into more general day-to-day life. Because I wouldn't have felt very similar growing up, like just very low self-confidence, was never particularly good at anything, bang average at just about everything I tried. Um, but then finding something where you could just get like that good, constant feedback, either from a coach or from the barbell, and then going, oh, maybe I could do this, and maybe I could do that, and maybe I could do this, and maybe I can move to Dublin and become a professional coach from there. And that all came from just daily, weekly, monthly, overcoming little challenges all the time. I think it's so powerful.
2: Yeah, it can have such a, a yeah. just a knock-on effect to all the other areas. Yeah. And we see it all the time. People come in and a few months later they're saying, you know something, I'm gonna change my job and yeah. I'm gonna move and I'm gonna do the thing that I've move always wanted to do and always something held me back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it's something, like I always think, if it's something you have to look after, you know? Because you can kind of you can be kind of reckless with your confidence if you're not careful with it what do you mean you can lose it in an instant yeah um, I think of like I think of what you did James with Neve recently Niamh yeah Muraku with the box jumps like she had that that psychological block to doing the full height box jump even though she knew she could jump higher enough yeah <laughs> she's an absolute beast yeah. she's so strong and athletic but she just had this mental block so you had to show her that she could do all sorts of Variations of it she could jump lower, she could jump out of a soft box she could and show her over and over again, and sh- she could show herself that she can she has the capacity she could just see that it's an irrational fear of it, yeah, and she got to a point where she could say now I'm confident enough because of all these other little yeah. confidences that I can do all these other components of it now i'll I'll, I'll go and do it now if she, if you had have just gotten her on the box. A bit early in that process, it might have just destroyed mm-hmm. her confidence to a point where she'd never try it again. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. like yeah, I think you have to always be looking after it. So it's when like
1: I, training though, isn't it? You kind of have to gradually overload it, yeah. gradually progress it, and taper back every now and then. That it's you know it's like it, it, you you can't force like you can't force an RX weight onto a newbie, nor can you like
2: force yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's a nice way of putting it. It's the gradual overload. It's just enough, like a little bit more than we, we want, yeah. but that we're still in our capacity. And um, I think in the long term, um, if you think about a six-month process, if, if you want to do something like get toast or ring muscle up, it might be a six-month <coughs> process. If you, don't, if, if you don't look after your confidence every step of the way, by taking the wins and, and not being too quick to criticize yourself and to, um, to kind of wipe out all the good work, you can very easily just give yourself a setback that you lose confidence and you just give up on the process. Yeah. We, I mean, the research says that if you lose confidence, you lose commitment. Yeah. There's a direct link with that. Yeah. And when we're talking about long-term gains, long-term things, the, like looking after your commitment has to be the first thing because the, the consistency <laughs> yeah. is, the, is the thing that's going to get you there. So therefore, building the confidence gradually, so like we all know as coaches, we we can give positive encouragement to people all the time mm-hmm. when they do something well, and how often they bat it back. They go, oh, we'll just stop, I, just, I scaled it, and it's only this, and it's only that, yeah. and they kind of dismiss it very really, really quickly, and we're trying to get them to absorb it, yeah. because it's it's a win they can put in the bank that's going to become useful later. Yeah you know what I
1: mean probably exactly. if they're coming from like a career like that stressful or you know, those high positions where they're being batted down they might have got that kind of project that might be like nope that's not good. the standard we want or yeah. along those lines that we're actually they're coming in for that probably one bit of positive they get in a day yeah so someone's actually and their natural instinct is to just so oh no that has to be better mm.
2: Mm. yeah it's it's the uh, Oh,
0: you know only perfect will do yeah. whereas
2: the little bits of progress are you know only a little bits so they minimize minimised and dismissed it, too
0: I, I think it's very much in our culture as well though isn't it like 100%, yeah. Irish and British people as well yeah we're, like we're very uh, tall poppy syndrome or the, what's <clears> the Japanese <throat> saying like a nail that sticks out gets hammered first Yeah. yeah whereas yeah. like we've spoke about this recently where it's like having like a, a, Americans seem to be really good at that as a child you're told well you can do whatever you want like put your mind to it and you can achieve this and it's not it's obviously not always true but I think it puts them in an immediate competitive advantage because they're like well yeah I can at least fucking try whereas a lot of Irish people are like or if you do try something if you are like from I don't know about where you're from in Kerry but at home if you try and do something even a little bit different people are like who the fuck are you and what are you doing like we don't do that here kind of thing (laughs) <laughs> and there's an immediate knock and confidence all the time yeah who do you think you are yeah who do you think you are yeah, it's that yeah. top room <laughs> cut you down straight away and it just knocks confidence out of you all the time yeah i think I some,
1: yeah. sometimes you're gonna have to have a thick trunk to as well that yeah. you know if someone does knock you right like, right they not they might not see it was like i know from my background like with Gaelic just had like that stage with like a tough enough coach that was like no we don't do that this is not good enough and' it was like that's like someone above you saying it yeah. but then like when those that you're actually coaching turn around and say actually we're starting to see what you mean so we'll stay with you we'll yeah. back you and then it's like that gradual kind of power shift of yeah. it goes from here to the bottom and they're feeding you with that kind of drip like that it's just you know, you're starting to change all the perspective yeah, yeah, along yeah. the way and then once those above you start seeing it they start slowly dropping right. down like yeah.
0: yeah in your years of coaching and you've been coaching for a long time too um, how often have you seen through the coaching like people's confidence go up do you see it all the time do you see people go the other way with it as well where like they have the challenges in CrossFit and they go this is just making my day worse or my week worse or whatever do you see that often or is it always a positive shift oh I think I, I, you know the self critic
2: in people comes yeah. out and I think when when people lose, their consistency is where we see it most. Right. Where they, they're they used to training, they have a good training structure week after week, and they're feeling really good about it. they're seeing the progress, and it's like, yeah, this works. And then something happens in their life, they miss a week, or they miss a few days, and it becomes sporadic for a few weeks. That's where you hear, you know, they become way more critical, they become much harder to absorb the wins, because they just see, they just feel themselves, I'm not doing it right, I'm not doing it as well as they could do. And um, that's where I feel, see people in that struggle, right in the middle of it. And sure, look, I've gone through it, I'm sure you've gone through phases where everything just doesn't feel right. And it's hard to get mentally to go forward again. But I think that's where, that's, that's where it gets difficult. For people. That's where they need most support. And um, when they do find a rhythm, it's fairly invariably confidence goes up. Because you can't deny it. Like when you're starting to feel fitter in workouts and your strength is going up, and like the evidence is there. Yeah, it's that's what's nice about CrossFit, the observable, measurable actual, viewable. measurable yeah. stuff. You're like, well, like power cleaning heavier now, and you know,
0: all of those things. Yeah. It's just you can't you can't not see them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? From your sporting background and the coaching you've done there, have you had to do much work with? Overconfidence, like I'd say, in some team sports, there's lads who think they're. Oh, that, that
1: <laughs> ego! Of, uh, I should be starting. The, uh, um, yeah, yeah, you do, and I think that's when you kind of have that open conversation. Like, this is what I see. This is what you have to do. Yeah, and actually give them. Like, I think the last thing with like Gaelic, especially yeah. since that's my background, and like a lot of the people that are involved with it are just there because oh, we're stuck. Uh, can you take the team? Really? Yeah, like John you know, Kerry produces like great footballers and everything, but there's still like that club level. There is that sense of desperation at times, so you end up taking it. And some guys take it; they fall in love with their own they'll kind of develop that. But then you've people that just take it. Don't really. They'll give the player generous advice, know, Oh you can work on everything. Everything can be worked on, and that'll make it better. Mm-hmm. So. All right, yeah, but uh, I, I actually want to play centre-back there. Uh, what do I have to work on to play centre-back? Oh, well, look, you can get stronger, fitter, everything like that. Yeah. Pure Whereas, like, when I got involved in it, was like, right, I've never had... And I think it's that thing where you're involved in sport or you're an athlete. And if you haven't got that coaching advice, and I'm very fortunate in my father's a coach, like, he's coaching 20-something years and a high enough level, like, with the FAI and stuff, so that I've had that open, transparent thing. I mm. remember one day, like, had a game, came out, and I was like, oh, I didn't think I'd have done that bad. Sent <laughs> into the car, and my father was like, yeah, your old position here, your old position here, and it was like a, very kind of specific, yeah. details yeah. that were, that you get action. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, like, mm. you're meant to be sporting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then I've seen that time, where he's actually, provided all that, he's yeah. like, you were, unbelievable in his position, and I was always like, when I got involved in coaching that, right, I'll be very, specific what someone has to work on with what I see and actually give them something that they can actually improve on yeah. or guide them towards that improvement like it might it might not get there directly but it might tackle something else along yeah. the way and I'd like I think one of the best things I had one day was a player was thinking of actually stepping away he was just like I'm not getting games or anything like he's and just kind of sat down for half hour. like I wasn't picking the team I was just training the team yeah. and everything and he was still there Monday or he wasn't playing he was like the only reason I'm actually here is because I feel I'm getting better with you yeah. and if I actually stepped away I'm not making anything out of it he goes I know I'm not playing but at least I know I'm still chipping away yeah. still getting better at the stuff that you've told me to get better at and you're just like yeah look it's just sometimes stick with it but then in terms of players being overconfident it's kind of hard to bring them down but sometimes you just have to create like around constraints that you have to create these constraints that almost amplify those areas for yeah. them to actually pull them back and say, there are the things you actually have to work on." Like sometimes there is like shopping at the timber, like you have to
2: <laughs> take <them down laughs> well, a note Isn't there an inst- There's always an instinct when you're coaching somebody who is overconfident. Yeah, to yeah. show them their overconfidence, isn't there? Yeah. And there's like it's like it's a really um, it's hard to know if it's a good instinct or a bad instinct. Yeah, because like we're there to support and to improve somebody. Yeah. So we do have to confront something that's holding them back and overconfidence holds. Them back, it's, yeah. the, it's the thing that's usually holding them back, but at the same time, you don't want to tear them down. No. It's a tricky one to deal with, I think, especially in
1: a team like with a team environment. Yeah. If someone's overconfident and it's affecting negatively 28 29 other guys, you have to like address it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they're the best player in the team or anything, you have to
0: yeah tell them that look, that one is not worth yeah. this. Like, the someone, yeah, to... I think that's a key point. That's what I was going to say. Like, if it's affecting people negatively, yeah. then it needs addressed. If it's not, then let them be overconfident. So long yeah, but but I do think that, you know if You need to expose it to them, definitely. Yeah, yeah, to them. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I've dealt with it in the coaching team before. Yeah. You know, coaches build confidence, exactly what you want, but then it can go too far. Yeah. And then that can start affecting the whole team and that person's development. They're a difficult conversation to have. Yeah. Because there's it almost it can feel like you're doing the tall poppy thing you're trying to yeah. chop personnel. person down it's trying to be but, but it's to try and take them to
0: another level again. yeah it? I mean that's
2: the motivation behind it so getting uh, the approach right is so
0: tricky that's sort where of relationships come in like you were saying earlier isn't it like if you have a good relationship with someone they have, have to like trust the trust that's coming yeah. from the right place don't they yeah
2: 100% so I'm interested in Pac can I ask you a quick one on this one This is this might be hard for you to figure out now have you come across no pressure have you come across a team which has lost confidence and have to try and you're the coach and you have to try and find help them find their confidence again
1: yeah like I suppose my own club like I was involved with like the last two years before moving up and like I said like moving up was like a short snap decision like leaving him was one of the hardest decisions I've made like yeah. and even I was going back down when I moved up it was like I was That's still right, going down yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe did are they become like your kids yeah. no bear in mind half them I was in school with, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, very potent at a young age <laughs> 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 but uh, no like, t- t- for years we'd always been that team that their their both but obviously lost their job yeah. and then it became thing of we got to the stage where we were like building slowly under the surface, but it was still, like, knocking heads at each other yeah. at times, and then, like, last year, I think last year was a culmination, like, just of all that work, that lost confidence for so many years, I hadn't won a North carry. I think this is hilarious, the last time they won, like, a North carry Championship was when I was 16, so I wasn't in the team, and the next, they won, a, <laughs> they won two in six weeks in uh, December last year. Wow. And when you weren't in the- <laughs> 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 You were part of 14, it. Yeah. 14 years. Like, and it was just amazing. Because you could see, like, you know, lads were losing interest here. starting to kind of struggle because you're going through all that kind of stuff. And, look, the NAR carry isn't the biggest thing in carry to win. Like, for the club, it's to get back to senior. Um, but that was just, like, that kind of first notch on the board yeah. to say, right, this is not our ceiling. This is only... Like growth in the wall and mm. um, to long' to actually kind of see that and for like it took two years like lockdown and everything like you're trying to keep guys engaged you're trying to constantly keep them there constantly trying to communicate with them and like I was spending what my work job was like 50 hour weeks and then you're putting another 30 hours a week for wow. me like I was doing 80, 90 hours like I remember finishing work one day came back it was like 7 o'clock in the evening got out of the van Got changed, got into my car, drove onto the football field, got home at half ten, quarter eleven. Had a phone call with a coach just in regards to the session to debrief in bed. So I'm like, look, every tomorrow <laughs> I'm actually getting in bed here. Honestly, like I'm, I'm getting up at half five. Yeah. Like I'm getting up at half five for wow. work. I uh, like just debriefing all. The time. That was just so a weekly thing all the time. Every day, every day. Yeah, John never switched off. Still don't switch off from it. Like it's still check in, communicate yeah. with lads because, hmm. like, I don't know about you, in terms of your like. Biggest coaching achievement, but mine was like, they wouldn't add, like, look, medals are not to be all men, all or anything yeah, yeah. like judge the relationships you build. And it was like walking onto the field and like walking, and one of the players is like embracing his parents and stuff, stops embracing them, runs up the field, embraces me, and it's ah. just like, and you're like, he's like, oh, look, I don't think I'd still be here only for you, kind of thing. You're like, yeah, it's really yeah and it's just like that kind of culminates your coaching satisfaction. Like, you're not there yeah. for financial reward, you're not there for like, Trophies or anything, you're just Mm. there to show
2: the feeling. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it just kind of goes to show the confidence thing. There's, there's no substitute for just showing yourself that you can do it. Like for those 14 years, you can talk about it, you can do the motivational speeches, you can do the whole lot, but until you go and do it, yeah, that's where the confidence comes from, isn't it?
1: Yeah, massively. Because
2: you have to, you have to know in yourself, you know, you have to get over that hump. Yeah, somehow.
1: And you see those lads now, like in their brimming with confidence. Anytime you go home, like they're they're enthusiastic, and yeah. they talk about stuff now. Whereas before, it's like, oh, Tuesday night, sorry, I've got training. Now it's like Tuesday night, they're early, do my stuff, get ready to go. Yeah, like, that yeah, changes. Everything. Just like complete culture shift yeah. altogether. Like even their own confidence, like that. They're they're filling the jerseys a bit more than
0: what they would have before. not yeah. the jerseys might be smaller, but <laughs> 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 so how then? either one of you can take this one like how do you for someone listening to this how do they come away from this and go they maybe know that they lack a little bit of self confidence how can they go right I'm gonna they want to start building it how do they go about that
2: yeah well I think you you know when they're uh, they're, we all have people who train in our classes who come to us all the time say I just need to believe myself a bit more and that's after them you tell them you should do it over and over and over, then they do it, and then they can do it, and they go, oh, I could do it, yeah. jeez, I need to believe myself a bit more, um, I think what that shows us is that no matter how much we say it, they have to show themselves, yeah. So, but that happens in small stages all the way along, so it's the little small piece of progress on the daily basis, the tiny, tiny things yeah. that get us there in the end so it's coming back there like the outcome is almost like you stick the flag in the ground way off in the distance the first muscle up and you say that's where I want to go to but you know for, it starts off with can I have from the rings can I swing back and forward can I do the 12 week pull program can I you know show myself I've got the strength to do it uh, like it's th- it comes down to the same boring answer, the process. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? Uh, and it's come back to the day today. So if you just keep showing up, listen to the coach and give it your effort, that's the formula for it. Yeah. It's no more sexy than that. <laughs> but, but that's how it, that's how it works, yeah. isn't it? Like there's no yes. substitute. Like I always just think that like and uh, when I say that, like there's no substitute for showing yourself that you can do it. And it's not like, well I can't have the confidence to do a muscle until mm-hmm. I do one. It's showing yourself that you can do little bits of it, like Neve did with the box jumps. I can do different components of it. And over time, that builds to a point where you're like, Jesus, I could do one yeah. here. Um, I also think the the outside voice of the coach telling you that you can do it, it can't be discounted because I know instinctively I'll never tell someone that they can do something if I don't think they can do yes. it. Like, that's never... Bullshit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's always like I can see that you have the ingredients here, or you have the components. When you put them together, you're going to be fine. So you have to kind of trust those voices as well. Mm. Someone else sees it here, so I got to trust that. I got to go along the process with them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know I've had coaches down the years who just shown a little bit of belief in me by just saying you should do this, yeah. and it makes
0: a world of difference if you believe them. Yeah. That's so important. And everyone. Inherently knows that Because everyone can remember Like one teacher From school Yeah Who just believed in them A little bit Like you have one I guarantee you Yeah Yeah And you probably have yeah. one Yeah do, you, do you know it's something? probably Stephen
2: Buckley's father, Is it yeah.
0: So a guy joined here Stephen Buckley His dad Joe
2: Buckley Was, was the him. teacher Yeah Stop. And I met him here Like a couple of weeks ago And he was like Oh yeah I went to Salesians Which is right here So did I And my dad taught there I was like No way
0: <laughs> Joe Buckley Yeah Yeah Mental,
2: And then he, he, there was one other teacher. My PE teacher was brilliant, um, Pat McGovern, and it's his godfather. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was one of those weird things, That's you know? Like, yeah. yeah. but you're right. Everyone has those people who yeah. just shows a little bit of interest, and then, and I think like this show belief. It doesn't have to be like I believe in you <laughs> <laughs> conversation. Yeah, All yeah. it is is like here, you should try that, mm. because it says something inherently. I believe I if be you good. try it you
1: might be able to do that yeah yeah. it's huge it's massive yeah Yeah. like even for me it was like I remember like when you put the offer and I like went home smoked my farm and stuff I was like that is like a big move for me he was like he wants you like he wants you there and it's like when someone actually said that to you before it was like oh shit no no one has it. like so I'm like yeah, go with it he goes he sounds like a very positive person like so it It was was like yeah daily so and like since that then like Sean I still get home my own single, <laughs> so I could thank Jamie like for like me coming up here, yeah. having a relationship, having, you know, having all these kind of things like, and
2: yeah, it, ha- it had it sets in motion this small course
0: yeah. of events that yeah. just build upon yeah, yeah, yeah each other, yeah. Last one, something I've been toying with recently, and I, I seen, this is gonna sound weird, right? I watched the Beyonce documentary about two years ago. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, that's what Jamie's going to ask (laughs) (laughs) and she talks to herself in the third person she has a um, what's the thing whenever she goes on stage it's not a mask she's a different person what do you call it Um, like an alter ego alter ego that's the one right so she talks to herself as if she's Sasha Fierce is what her thing is right okay rather than Beyonce interesting yeah and so I still get quite nervous every morning driving (coughs) in this entry although I never show it but every day I'm like getting ready for it that first class like yeah the first class you're like I don't know if this is is it going to go well you're trying something new I tried something totally different today and it worked but like gee the nerves driving in this morning and even last night but what I've started playing with is talking to myself in the third person so whenever I'm going to coach I call myself JR I never referred to myself as JR. It would always be Jamesy, normally.
2: Who shot JR? Yeah, who shot
0: JR, exactly. But whenever I'm coaching, I'm like, JR, JR, JR. And so I talk to myself in that third person. And I find over the past few months, I've been, one, through conversations with you and through coach development and stuff, but with this like internal dialogue where I, I flip it and rather than saying, I, 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 it's you, 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 and JR, and talking to myself as if someone else is talking to me, it's made a huge difference.
2: Oh how? So
0: so what, what's the difference? He's a new friend. It's it's <laughs> like having you there going, it's that self belief thing. It's like you go try this. Because just saying I can do this, you go, No I fucking can't <laughs> instantly. You just turn around and go, uh uh-uh, uh you're wrong. James he has an answer for it. Yeah, exactly. But if you talk to yourself like because have you done something in the gym where the coaches went put five kilos on the bar or go try that mm. muscle and you just you don't even question it you just go yeah five kilos on the bar and PR every time mm. and I find for my coaching the same thing works
2: so so you giving yourself a different character gives yourself a coach who is Instantly. almost yeah. like a separate thing that's so coaching yeah, yeah yeah have you ever crazy. tried this no? well I do I, I, I talk to myself all just like yeah, yeah. and the self coaching I wouldn't have a second alter ego to, to talk yeah. to it but I, I, talk to myself out loud and workouts all the time. Yeah. I'm an overt self-cure, <laughs> I'm not a covert.
0: I see that on Friday actually.
2: Yeah, I yeah, talk to him the... all the time, and it really works for me. I just read some research about <clears throat> covert and overt self-cues, self-talk, yeah. and they, they tried to figure out is the out loud or the quiet ones better, and they couldn't find a difference. They were like, "There's no significant it just difference." Depends on a person. On the person. Um, some of the early research was done. They made them be overt so that they were actually doing it, so they could check they are actually self talking here. But then, but look, look, got really awkward about it. They're like, Come it, on! It, yeah, I feel, I feel <laughs> terrible. So they let them. So, you know, the research went in the way of like, you choose. And once you're doing the one that suits you, it works. That's, that's what we found. Mm. So, so that suits you. Oh, it does, because like, I have to hear it. Yeah. And I feel like when I'm talking to myself, I'm giving a shit to myself. Yeah. Or else I'm really getting behind myself. It's one, it's yeah, one oh, or the yeah. other. And it is it is that coaching voice. Like you're you're giving yourself a slap in the head yeah. or uh you know a push on the back saying, Come on, let's go and do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean the self talk is fucking huge. Yeah, but well, it's really interesting you've yeah. the second person. That's yeah. a really nice way That's of doing true. it. It's kind of weird. I've not really told many people. <laughs> yeah, it.
1: I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I going crazy? But... All right, no, I think everyone has it. Like everyone yeah. spends that time, and like sometimes it's just being comfortable being with yourself for that time. That you know, a lot of times we try and drown out that noise, like yeah. we've music on, or you know, we've mm-hmm. podcasting, or trying to like distract it, distract it. Like whereas something, like I'll go walking now, and no one, I leave my phone in my car, and just converse with myself. Mainly yeah. because I'm walking on my own, and no one wants to walk me. But look, that's, <laughs> that's another story. But like it gives you that time to actually. Have that internal debate with yourself. Sometimes, like, like, sometimes on the walk, I'm like, "Am I coaching? Is my coaching actually any really bit good?" Yeah. And, like, I'd have that like internal argument. Makes sense like, "Hang on, Joe, you're you're here, you're doing this. People are actually enjoying it. People are like smiling. I think that's because my jokes are good." But <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can promise you it's not
1: <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> coaching. <function. laughs> but it's like you come to that point where you're at loggerheads yourself and. I've had points in my walk where I've actually stopped and been like, right, foot in the sand now, I don't take another step until this like Yeah. Put down. And it's like just standing there look like a crazy person but look I'm up this in the door like so <laughs> 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 a man standing in the field and his own isn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. So you actually <laughs> you get there and you get to the point point where it's like, right, I've made that argument, walked off so you're going to yeah. help you out again like you've actually sorted it so yeah, yeah, it's yeah, nice it's no I've had a day already where, where my inner voice was fucking hit off Sheila because that was a different story I <laughs> snatched <laughs> <laughs> it, a, it a snatch like I hadn't snatched over 55 in a long time like I failed at 60 hit it and then like I went for 70 failed and she was like no coaches talk to coaches in a different way we've always said that, like that. <laughs> yes. and she was like come on pad don't be a bottler and I was standing away and I was like this one just called me a bottler. was like <laughs> F her, like, no, no <laughs> Fick her not. I like, hit it and she was like, Well done. I was like, I was like the one time my myself and my voice just lined up and be like this yeah. one. I was like smagger ass. It was seven o'clock in the morning as well, so I was like Yeah. But yeah. well,
2: I think I think the negative self talk bit is something that people struggle with. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the things that People have asked me about, like, how do I get past the point where I'm saying stuff in my head that's actually, I think that's blocking me physically doing things. Because I get to a point where I'm like, I'm I'm just being a self-critic at that point. And you're just spending time giving a shit to yourself and not doing anything. And that's a difficult one for people. That's a difficult um, skill to break. And I would say that um, what I always recommend for those people is the fundamental skill of getting over that is some mindfulness practice. Like that's where that sort of stuff can come in where yeah. you notice that your attention is going towards these thoughts that are just cropping up in your head and can you notice that as soon as possible and give yourself a cue to get yourself out of that mode and into something
0: else it's easier said than done oh definitely You know that I think that way how you do it is probably the same way I do it right. and it's just spending time with zero distractions mm. like hear the voices and go ah there yeah there they are and then have the conversation and just fucking stop in the middle of the field if you need to and have at it and I think if you can do that once you can do it a second time you can do it a third time and then then you don't even know when it happens it's like you you have the voice and immediately it just disappears and you have the other one coming in but it takes a long time it does it takes time it takes
2: practice and you have to become aware of it first like I do actually have negative self-talk here Mm -hmm. it is actually blocking my performance now I need to do something about it
0: wow
1: I got deep. Very deep. Early. thanks, Pa. My conversations never <laughs> go late. <laughs> I'm never a
2: surface talker. <laughs> You'll be back, thanks, Jamie. Cheers, guys. Have Thank you, James.